It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello and welcome to the PHNX Cardinals <laughs> podcast presented to you by the DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app, official sports betting partner of the National Football League. I'm Johnny Venerable, Bo Brock, DA, Damian Anderson. We are fresh off the Arizona Cardinals red and white practice. It's something they do every year, gentlemen. It's a scrimmage. We were there live on the sideline and we have some takeaways. Yeah, we certainly do. I mean, Kyler Murray was in attendance, Damian. He was there. He was wearing his pads at one point. Uh, bouncing back from COVID, unfortunately, he can get out there and, and sling it for the fans. But it's it's good. It's progress for the quarterback uh, to at least be on the field with his teammates. We didn't get to see any of the stars today. That's one, like the one bummer. Yeah. But, you know, your first true glimpse of this 2022 team getting out there, running some plays, the closest thing we've got so far to NFL football. Yeah, and I mean, from my understanding, guys, it's been so restrictive, right, in terms of access with fans. So for me, being a former player, to see the fans out there, like that was incredible. To see that build up, Johnny, as we talked about earlier this week, just the fanfare, I think that it met capacity in terms of fans attending. So, I mean, to me, like that was just crazy. It wasn't, as you mentioned, Bo, you didn't get the star-studded salute of Kyler out there, D-Hop, just all the guys, but I think what you did see was a lot of young talent. Yeah. And I saw a lot of hope and some sprinkled in with some 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 vets. Like James Conner looked good. He looked comfortable. He looked good. But you also saw guys like, you know, Keontae Ingram, you know, who I obviously I, I'm biased. I worked with him in the offseason. He had some plays. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think that you want to see you, Johnny. I think you know that it's not always going to be like ideal circumstances. But what's the value you get from those reps? Well, right? and, and what was great is Kyler Murray had been out all week with COVID. Right. He came back today. We got there early enough. He was on the sideline. He was going through his full workout and he was suited up. Now, he did not take live reps with the offense. He was not part of the scrimmage. We saw him throwing left-handed. You know, make of that what you <laughs> yeah. will. Uh, so whether or not Sucks. that risk is still Sucks. lingering, I mean, we didn't see him throw the ball with his right hand. But what no. we did see is post-game, 45 minutes to an hour, he was signing autographs for people. That's that's what you want to see. Kyler Murray. Left-handed, would, though. No, left-handed. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kidding. We would presume he's going to be back and, and next week be, be healthy and ready to go. We talked to Cliff Kingsbury earlier today, Bo. Hollywood Brown's on track. Rodney Hudson, though, we found out has a little bit of a knee issue. Yeah, so uh, – in the press conference today, you know, everybody just assumed that Rodney Hudson was just getting that special veteran treatment. He yeah. was just going to wait until, you know, it's, it's really the lights are brighter for the regular season. But it was asked by ESPN's Josh Weinfuss, you know, does he, is he face, does he have a knee injury? Yeah. And Cliff Kingsbury, there, there was nowhere to go here. I mean, he is he's got some sort of issue with his knee. It could be he could be back come Monday when they're back on the practice field or this is something that they might just kind of wait out. Uh, but the Arizona Cardinals right now, they're dealing with uh, 
fair amount of injuries. I don't, I don't know if it's is pretty par for the course at this point in, in camp. I mean, you've got Rodney D.A., you've got Marco Wilson dealing with a groin, you've got Zach Ertz with a calf, you've got the rookie Trey McBride dealing with some back issues. I mean, is that a pretty long list or is that pretty par for the course? I say yes, and you'd rather it happen now, Bo, yeah. than in week 12, yeah. right? So whatever it is that they're dealing with, you know, it's it hasn't even played the first preseason game. So you want to get those little nagging injuries taken care of. I mean, people, people forget that, you know, I want to. I don't want to say back in the day, but just when people play every year, every season, there's always nicks where guys two to three weeks here. But we understand the value of missing one or two games, guys, yeah. during, during the regular season. So you'd rather take the time now, uh, all prevent preventative, make sure the guys are good. Then, so in the middle of the season, this stuff doesn't nag throughout the year. Yeah, the Cardinals are a team that we all assume would have some nagging injuries throughout the duration of the preseason. Rodney Hudson, to me, was at the top of that list. He went through the entire offseason MIA. So I would say Rodney Hudson in-house right now taking you know, a beat with his body. I'm okay with that. Put him in bubble wrap until September 11th <laughs> against the Kansas City He's an City offensive Chiefs. lineman. He's going to be okay. I, yeah, right. I, don't need He's to see, be okay. I don't need to see Rodney Hudson again until September 11th. I would like if he practiced at some point, but no preseason. And I think today we got kind of a taste of, as Damian mentioned, like where are the bright spots with this team? Yeah. Where are the young players that are on the rise? I had a chance to chat gentlemen with brian baldinger on the sideline and one of the biggest question marks i know that we've had Bo, the defensive line the defensive mm-hmm. line group outside of jj watt and he told me he said i'm seeing with this group a bunch of young players on the cusp of really making a name for themselves in the nfl maybe not all pros but i mean he mentioned rashad lawrence like he to these guys have had good under the radar camps mm-hmm. and it showed today the defense really dominated albeit without a lot of the offensive players playing but I mean, talk to me about what you've seen from that defensive line. I mean, this is the red and white scrimmage was those type of players on display. This wasn't about Kyler Murray. This wasn't about D-Hop. It wasn't the stars. It wasn't the guys that you want to draft in fantasy. It's for like the real, you know, NFL nerds that want to, you know, just go over the depth chart, look at what kind of talents there. And, yeah, I mean, if, if Baldy likes the Cardinals' defensive line, that's encouraging. I it mean, is. He, he's somebody that likes to dive into the trenches with those offensive and defensive lines. You know, I, I mentioned Rashad Lawrence as, as one of my breakout candidates a couple weeks ago, just of how I saw his uh, teammates on the defensive line, J.J. Watt, and how they were kind of just reacting to his reps in practice. They really were encouraged by, you know, the, the speed, the physicality that he's playing with. And in his third year at a, at a LSU, you know that – you know, as far as the off the field stuff's there. I mean, yeah. as far as he was a captain on that really talented LSU team, you know, does his game translate to the NFL level? And the expectations are, yeah, he's going to make a jump this year. You know, Damian, we had talked about it. We're prison of the moment, too. We want them to go out and sign a bunch of free agents. But then during the season, everybody, including myself, is clamoring, play the young guys. We got to see what we have. And it feels like that's the, the message of the offseason. We're going to know, for better or worse, what Zach Allen can do what you know, Byron Murphy can do, what Zayvon Collins can do, especially on the defensive side, DA, like these young players, they're really going to make or break the Cardinal season. Johnny, it's going to be trial by fire. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, you, you, you're, you're happy that you got Zayvon with going on year two and, and you have the, the, the big guy from Clemson, dual sport, I mean, safety yeah. linebacker. You, he's going on year three, right? So yeah. you feel comfortable at those positions. D-line, you like where you're at in terms of J.J. Watt, but I think what I, who I think is going to have the breakout, you're just seeing him today, just that grown man strength is foe to. Like, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. just in the one-on-one drills, it was like – 
He's he's a guy that no one wants to go against in individual drills and no one wants to go looking at those position battles at camp, you know, because that's what it comes down to. It's like who wants it the most? Who's going to go out there? Who's really fighting for that paycheck, that livelihood? Right. But you have to produce as well. I mean, all those guys are going to have to to step up. You, yeah. I, I mean, as you as we said, they're going to be young, but I think you love what you saw at Byron Murphy today. Young star. Yeah, I mean, you're locked down at Buda Baker. I think that they feel comfortable in the certain positions that they have in terms of the shell, right? And in terms of depth, they're like always turning that roster, as Steve Kahn says, and looking for opportunities. So to me, I know I saw some tweets out there about Indominus Sue. Like, is that worth it? Mm. You know yeah, what I mean? Like, I, is, it does is not that feel like it? something like that is on the horizon. I, 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 I don't. I don't I, feel that way that. either. I'm I'm out on that because I mean the guys you mentioned and, and Lecky, I've, I've definitely heard that. You know, he he ch- just changed up his workout regimen completely. I mean, this is a yeah. guy that's based on just pure strength. I mean, he was in the the megawatt package on offense last year because of just how pure strong he is, how mm-hmm. strong he is, and he kind of limbered himself up a little bit. Yeah. You know, maybe that's going to play. You know, take his game to the next level. And is but, it a contract year, guys? It is, four. yeah, year four yeah. For, for those guys. Both there, of them there you fourth go. round picks, you there, know. There you go. So, and, uh, but, but you know, it, there's it's opportune no, time to take advantage. There's no greenness, right? There's no, there's no reasons that BJ can make anymore. That hey, these guys are too green to, to get snaps. They're gonna get snaps. Everybody think, on this defense that's young has been molded by Vance Joseph for mm-hmm. better or worse. And so you're you're absolutely right. And I look at Byron Murphy, and it feels like every chance this offseason that. Kingsbury and Vance Joseph had had said that, you know, he's better off inside. He's, he's better off playing the slot corner. And we watched him today have a pick six outside. And he is easily their, their most athletic, gifted corner when he's on his game. Now, Marco Wilson did not participate in practice. Sounds like he's going to be back next week. That's a position group right now, gentlemen, where if, if Byron Murphy is not humming, you're going to be susceptible. I like Josh Jackson. Oh, you mentioned he's incredibly physical. But if of all the position yeah. groups, it feels like could they add to something before the start of the season? Would it surprise you if they had one or two corners? I think it's a necessity. We keep it's, saying that, no, but I, I don't. Mean, where are those? Where are I those mean, signs Cliff at? Kingsbury keeps saying that. I don't know if it's just right. Cliff they trying to get to, to this point to maybe? speak it into existence. I don't know if he's watching the secret or whatever, but he, <laughs> he did it with it worked with Kyler, right? It worked with Kyler and Rodney yeah, coming yeah. back. You know, maybe it's something. But he's he's maintained throughout this training camp, even maybe kind of giving a, a verbal nudge in the in the butt to to Marco Wilson to grab a hold of one of those outside corner positions. But I, I mean. I would be shocked. I think they're really just going to survey. They they already said, Cliff at least said, that they like some of the guys that are available right now, guys yes. that don't have jobs. And then they're just going to look at who doesn't make a roster. And if they if they maybe fit what Vance Joseph likes to do defensively, I, I would be shocked if they didn't add uh, a veteran corner before the start of the regular season against the Chiefs. I mean, some of the, they can just plug right in and play. And then, you know, you figure out who's the best between Marco and Josh Jackson. Josh Jackson, obviously, physically – gives you everything you want, but he's also one of the two corners along with a six round pick this year, Christian Matthew, who are wearing those UFC gloves because, you know, Cliff told us they gave us some insight DA about why they're wearing them is because they're getting two hands, you know, and it's right. caught, it's caused already one injury in Antoine Wesley. And it's just something they want to see what they can do without really grabbing on jerseys and getting physical with receivers. Uh, you know, so it's, it seems like that's, if I were to, you know, if I'm a betting man, I'm yeah. saying they're they're absolutely bringing somebody on this in the veteran corner. Well, I, yeah, that's a good point. I am a betting man, by the way. And right now you <laughs> can be too. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app. Use that promo code PHNX. You get your risk, first risk-free bet up to $1,000. By the looks of it, 
DA James Conner looks like he's poised for another phenomenal year. Uh, he got, a, I think, the biggest ovation out of anybody when they yeah. introduced the Pro Bowlers at the start of practice. They had really nice frames like they do at the start of um, every training camp, at, at the start of every red and white. But James Conner right now on DraftKings, 10.5 is his over-under for touchdowns. I am slamming the yeah. over. You should, too. That's mm. promo code PHNX. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook, minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. We're all enjoying a nice, delicious, cold Four Peaks Joy Bus Wow here in studio post red and white scrimmage. And I saw out there uh, at State Farm Stadium, Four Peaks heavily represented as well. Love to see it. Lots of people enjoying some Kilt Lifter, their flagship Four Peaks. You think about Arizona, you think about Four Peaks as far as the top brewer in the state. And we've got the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. We were fortunate enough to uh, actually announce the first Toast of the Month. You could be next. Just go log on to gophnx.com, and you could enter to win the Toast of the Month sweepstakes. $50 Four Peaks gift card. That goes a long way at Four Peaks. It's not an expensive menu. You're not going, you know, some nice hoity-toity, you know, <laughs> Steak 44. I mean, you're going and you're getting some great like food for a great price. 50 bucks goes a long way. You can feed the family. And uh, PHNX shirt as well, like I've got on right now. You could use it for a hat like DA's got or uh, PHNX annual membership. That's all rolled into one sweepstakes. Check it out. Go PHNX.com. Click the link in the show notes. You must be 21 years or older to enjoy. Okay, producer Emma, don't be looking at my four peaks for another month because you're 20. Oh, producer Emma getting great shots, as you'll see throughout Killing the course it. of this week. Everything uh, that you see yeah. on social media that's not tweeted out by at Johnny Venerable or at Bob Rack. A couple Joe Schmoes. Uh, it's from Emma, who's just incredible. Wizard with the lens out there, getting all the sights, all the sounds from training camp that I continually get. Uh, you know, People are saying you guys are doing great work. It's because of producer right. Emma. She gets it in there. She mucks it up. Uh, she budges in line. We love her for it. <laughs> Uh, gentlemen, we also love this offensive weaponry, but DA just feels like at this point in the offseason, like Hollywood Brown and Zach Ertz and all the Corvettes in the garage, we're going to just have to wait till September 11th to see him. They're not going to play, presumably, in the preseason. And uh, it, that's that's unfortunate because that's the strength of this team. I mean, it is, Johnny. But I, I think that when you take a step back, right, and you just look at it, like, Although this is important, yeah, it's not everything, right? Like you said, it's not a September 11th. Doesn't it's count. not game yeah. day. It doesn't really count in, in terms of like that competition, seeing, you know, Dak Prescott or just all our friends quarterbacks, right? That's yeah. all over the news, the medias, the <laughs> outlets. Like we want to compare too. We want to mm-hmm. feel good about having Johnny, as you mentioned, all the co- Corvettes. I want to see runway. Hollywood Brown go deep, yeah, I but I haven't it. seen it yet. <laughs> I mean, he's been doing something. <laughs> he's been speeding in other he's areas. Been doing Somebody made a great yeah, comment when I tweeted out that we had to rush back to school. Hold on, John. He better have 126 receptions. In, <laughs> oh, hell yeah. 1,260 yards. Yeah, That's all I'm saying. Somebody in my messages DM said that, are you going 126 back to the studio to get this show in with the traffic? And I said, touche. But I'm yeah. with you. Hollywood Brown. Yeah. He, was he in attendance today? Did we see that? Yeah, we did okay. see number two out there during walkthrough. Uh, yeah. when, when they're out there, he wasn't wearing any pads, but he was wearing his jersey. He was out there, yeah. uh, just running around getting loose. We did see number two out there, so you know. And, and Cliff said that earlier, you know, next week he'd said earlier in the week, Monday, but then everything else transpired after that because I think it's partly just human nature, right? Like all this anticipation, all this build up, waiting for the season, you then you get the training camp, and you know, you got as you talked about the contract thing, Rodney Hudson, you got all these things that we're waiting to to come together and it's like oh my god this is good there's a contract was signed rodney's coming to camp 
all these pieces, all the rookies are signed, and then it's like they're dinged up, and they ha- that happens in football, right? Like, I mean, I think the we yeah. how quickly we forget, Johnny. You know, what I mean, this probably happened last year. Doesn't it feel like a bunch of the guys would be playing right now if there was a game? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I just think that a lot of it is just circumstantial. Given where it's at in the season, that's not number one. Like it's like anything. It's like when you're a guy that's fringe and you're just trying out there making the team. It doesn't matter if you have a hamstring. <laughs> yeah. Well, let's talk about some of those fringe guys. So Greg Dorch is unguardable yeah. right now at Cards yeah. Camp. I would, I'll go out on a limb and say the Wake Forest product of two years ago is going to make the team. Bo Brock, mm-hmm. Andy Isabella had a nice long catch and run. He's still he's catching. fighting. He's he fighting. Is. He still catches. God love him he's with his fighting. body. Um, AJ Green looks fantastic, but in terms of some fringe guys, Bo, who do you have your eye on? Oh, man, I mean, you've got Dorch out there. I mean, we talked about Jackson. I mean, you're, you're going to have to start to look at that defensive line. You're going to have to start to look at guys who can help fill in the gaps yeah. on the rest of this roster. Seems like you're set at safety. I mean, who's really going to grab the opportunity at cornerback beyond Jackson? Who just by necessity probably has got a roster spot I think, already. I think right? so. I yeah. mean, you know, but you've got Guys, uh, who, who's 38? 38 is Victor Bolden Jr., who they signed from the USFL. He looks Watch good, him. doesn't he? Watch him. He's he does USFL MVP. Watch him. He was the MVP for the USFL. Watch him, guys. Cardinals just have yep. a love affair with little guys. No, I mean, he just he looked fluid. He looked comfortable on punt return. He looked hungry, like he wanted to play the game right. of football. Anytime that you get that, they see it. Those yeah. scouts, everybody around the game, you see a guy like that. He's, I mean, to have him out there, I just saw number one punt return. He caught, you know, they they put him in some positions to get the ball, and I'm like, huh, okay. Yep. And and to like you said, to get him in that type of transition and already finding ways to get him the ball. Here's another thing that I thought was interesting, and Bo, that, you keyed in on this uh, earlier this week. I think the top three at running back is set. Mm. I think Eno Benjamin, it's clear, has has jumped over Jonathan Ward. Jonathan Ward was live during the scrimmage today. Fumbled the football. He's battling right now, in my opinion, Keontae Ingram, the six-rounder out of USC, mm. to make this team. And I think Keontae has a much higher upside as to UDA. But Eno Benjamin last year was behind Jonathan Ward. Ward got hurt, and that's how Eno became a little bit more of a factor in the run game with James Conner. But it's it's James Conner and Daryl Williams and Eno. And then who's going to have that shot at the fourth RB? But that if you're an Eno Benjamin fan, if you're a fan of Arizona State, yeah. That that's promising. I, I think he's all but made the team. I mean, it's been something that's been in the works since training from OTA. Yeah. I mean, when Cliff Kingsbury's saying, "Hey, he looks like RB one out there," he was doting about him. There, there's no, sure. there's no Jonathan yeah. Ward talk about that. Yeah. No, I think that's a great opportunity for Keontae. I mean, it's it's going to come down the teams though, isn't it? At that spot, it, for it, sure. I mean, that's always what it comes down yeah. to. Like if it, you're not number one or number two, and I think to you to both of your points, Cliff has made it known that he likes. Eno Benjamin. But I yeah. think that seeing just the rotational uh, movement today, seeing Keontae in there, him having those explosive plays, that's what you're supposed to do at a running back. And then special teams, like if they like you enough, you win them over at that position, they don't really care what you do on special teams. But I mean, don't you got to show progress, sure. right? You got to show like See, you'll fight, yeah. that you'll cover a kick, doing all those things. But if you could show them that you could be a playmaker out of the backfield, which Keontae did, I just like Eno because I, I know that Cliff likes him. and But I, I feel that Keontae will naturally take over that position. Like, I mean, behind James. I, I agree Behind with you. James. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think Keontae Ingram makes this team. I think they carry four running backs because if you if you think you're going to cut Keontae Ingram, and I oh, think he's going to yeah. put up big numbers in the preseason, you watch every time I'm out Explosive. practice, he breaks off a long run. And, like, I special teams are important. I don't want to downplay that. This is a young man once upon a time that was recruited to Texas and UFC, USC, went to tumultuous programs that's out of his control, 
but physical specimen that just has NFL attributes. I mean, yeah. just in the end of the day, he is a more physically gifted player than Jonathan Ward. And I think they recognize that. And I think he makes the team, Bo. Yeah, I mean, in this position group, I mean, it, it changes every week. But as far as talent and, and versatility, I mean, you'd be hard-pressed to find one than the running back group that the Arizona Cardinals have right now. And Daryl Williams spoke to that earlier this week, saying, you know, James Conner's hands are pure. He didn't know that about James. And then the CEO, what Keontae's doing, Jonathan Ward. I mean, they've just got some versatile backs. And I'm sure Cliff Kingsbury's like, okay, I, I'm good with, you know, whatever, however it works out, however it shakes yeah. out, I'm comfortable with these, you know, potentially four. That's crazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's when it really comes down to teams. Yeah. You know the value there, and it's going to be either an outside, another linebacker guy. So it's like, what's that value at, right? So what's the value in terms of adding to the team that that fifth linebacker, fifth or sixth linebacker, or that fourth running back? You yeah. know, how much impact is he going to have on teams? And that's what it's going to come I'm down to. I'm leaning toward more weapons. Keontae Ingram is a weapon. Like him. And, I, you know, like him. Like Eno, too. Yeah. We yeah, like Eno, absolutely. Too. And yeah. The talent on this team, I mean, we'll be honest. We were talking about it on the drive over to the studio. It's an offensive, heavy, talented team. They've got defensive players who we like, who we think, Bo, that, that will blossom into quality NFL players. But, I mean, you talk about and the, even the guys that weren't on display, Hollywood and Hopkins and Trey McBride and Zach. It's a who's who of pro bowlers and guys who could go to the Hall of Fame. And then on the defensive side, it's J.J. Watt, Marcus Golden in the front seven, and then a bunch of unknowns. What I really... I'm, I'm clinging to is the fact that they are going to give Zayvon Collins inside linebacker 16th overall last year out of Tulsa, every chance to succeed. It mm. does not feel at all like last year where he had a short leash. It feels like for better or worse, if we're going to succeed this year, it's got to be with 25. And then, I mean, we go back to it until they sign somebody of note at outside linebacker. You know, they, they brought in tack McKinley once upon a time from the Cleveland Browns. They have not signed him. He's rehabbing a, a torn Achilles. These rookies are going to rotate in Cameron Thomas, Maze Sanders with Dennis Gardeck and, and Devon Kennard. I, it's it's going to be interesting to see how those snaps shake out. Yeah, I mean, the next month it's going to shift. Our conversation is going to shift on this podcast because, you know, obviously we talk about the sexy positions, the wideouts there. I mean, we already we already mentioned them. I think as far as a guy like Bolden, a guy like Dorch, their ability to play in the return game and how they have been getting separation and they're finding ways to get them the ball. I wouldn't be surprised to see one of those maybe take uh, some some carries out of the backfield yeah. to kind of take on Rondell's role more from last year so Rondell can focus on a better, bigger role in this offense. But we'll probably shift to more of this conversation about who realistically on this is on this roster that can play in the secondary and who can play on that D-line. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, those are the positions that we're not talking about enough that I think when you look at this roster and if it, if they wants to be successful, you know who the stars are, you know, who needs to take a step. But then who are they going to be the glue guy? Who are going to be the guys in the middle to kind of fill that in? You know, Antonio Hamilton. Haven't talked about him. He's probably could be in a starting role by the start of the season if things don't go. Is right. that is that ideal? No, no it's not ideal. They, no. they have some legitimate concerns on defense. I think offensively, we all agree. When that 11 show like, up. What's up on, for grabs on offense right now? Nothing. I nothing. mean, it's pretty well set. They've yeah. given the right guard position to Will Hernandez. They've got more tight ends than they know what to do with. Max <laughs> Williams returned this week. You know, we, we, we're we going to assume McBride and Zach Ertz are ready to go in the coming weeks. The running back group is 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 sound. Deep. It's deep. Yeah. The wide receivers are the most high-profile players deep. on the team. You've yeah. got K1. <laughs> I mean, there are no outside. I know Sean Kugler talked about it in the postgame. Josh Jones is a tackle a future starting tackle in this league. I think he's your swing tackle and maybe he's your right tackle next year. 
the offense and the defense is so they're so polarizing. But I think DA week one, September 11th against the Kansas City Chiefs. It's the reason why everybody feels like this team's got to go shot for shot with Mahomes and company because the defense just it feels like they have to give themselves some grace to figure this out. Uh, I mean, I don't know if grace is the word. I just think that Johnny, to all your points, they hedge their bets offensively, which I appreciate. Right, for sure. I mean, yeah. they have to go. I'd say anywhere from the low end, twenty-four to thirty to a game, to make up for. I wouldn't even call it deficit because I think that where we're all at right now, I think we think that the the defensive unit will be solid if healthy. Right. Like mm-hmm. I think that JJ Watt could change things up. Yeah. They could, you got Marcus Golden that could bring pressure, like everything being everything. Like this could be a solid football team. But I think that it's just progress and steps into moving forward in the season. It's just where we're at. I think overall, there are some concerns. Mm-hmm. As you mentioned, just knowing like the game is about matchups. Like, okay, how do we match up against San Fran? How do we match up against Seattle? And how do we match up against, uh, you know, the Rams? And to me, like, I then I know that we talked about a little bit earlier, and it's like that's probably why they moved Byron inside because the slot receiver is probably the most dangerous that they're going to see throughout the season. Yeah. So that being the most and important. He's had success, I mean, think about the first three games. I mean, it's Juju Smith-Schuster is going to play the slot probably in Correct. KC. Yep. Plus yeah. Travis Kelsey's there as well. Yep. And then you've got okay. Uh, so okay, fair enough. So yeah. you got you got you got Murphy, and then you got Simmons. Yeah. I like. I feel good about or those matchups. Yeah, yeah, you got yeah. the strength right, yeah. of your defense yeah. up the middle. And then week two, you've got Hunter Renfro. You've got Darren Waller. Mm-hmm. A couple other uh, slot receiver tight ends. You're combos. forgetting one, <laughs> big dog. Devontae. Yeah, I mean, do you just say, hey, I mean, he's gonna, he's gonna eat. He's just gonna, gonna eat. We're gonna and, throw you know, more Marco Wilson to Devontae yeah. Adams and just say, pray, pray for your life, young man. Yeah. 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 And no, then, this is with Kyler. We need that 34, bro. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean, Kyler? We need that 34. Like that's what it is. And then week three is L.A. You got Cooper Cup playing a lot of his out of the slot i mean he was he led the league in slot yardage so i mean it's maybe there's just say okay look i mean inside is going to be where we need our most value from that position that's where marco plays that's where he excels and then we'll just figure everything else out it does feel like as we get later and later into training camp the likelihood of a big signing is probably off the table maybe a tweak here or there rotational depth guys but i mean damien talk about how how important is it because they're implementing so much right now. The season starts in just under five weeks, four weeks next week. It's a month away, September 11th. I mean, like, it, can somebody come in at this late in the game and make an impact, or are we kind of almost to the cutoff point? No, I mean, there's there's two different types of players that you're looking at. You're looking at a player to come in immediately and start to, and, and, and be an impact on the team, or you're looking at a developmental player, right? Mm-hmm. A vet guy is going to have some years under his belt. They're going to look at the similarities in terms of what – what systems has he been with? What can hit that transition? What's that transition time going to be? Do we just insert him into the you know the roster and he's a go, or do we have to teach him? And I think that to me, maybe final cuts was the only opportunity, Johnny, where I see the Cardinals doing something. Where yeah, yeah. you know what I mean, like where they get, they got to get to the final fifty three, and they're seeing. But but that value of that cornerback being so important. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. I think that other teams will be just as smart. Like, there's no way that we could let this. Well, everybody in the chat is signaling defensive back, defensive back. Yeah. They have to get a corner. Yeah. But I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, wouldn't, if it's a valuable corner, like, wouldn't everybody else have, knowing that they're a commodity? Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, what's available? Why are you unsigned at this point? It's August. It's mid August. Why? You know, some of the questions we were asking about JC Tritter when we didn't know if hot, 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 hot
changed a little bit to where, you know, five years ago, you weren't talking about big trades happening before the season, before the trade. Like the NFL trading deadline used to be dead. Like there was nothing. Now it's actually become something you have to pay attention to. You see big names like Von Miller on the move. So I think that the Arizona Cardinals, like Zach Ertz, Ertz, you get a guy like Zach Ertz who can bolster your offense. Like, it's those days are over to where you can't go find somebody look to the teams that are expected to be bottom feeders. Like we've already looked at the, we're already kind of picking at the, the Chicago bears. Yes. It's like, are they going to, to pick are, they, are they going to fold their hand, you know, before the season begins? And if they do, you know, you see Robert Quinn at the pass rush spot. Uh, you look at their defensive backs, probably nobody there, right? You're not going to go Eddie Jackson plays the yeah. safety position. You're good there. Right. Uh, but you start to look, who are the other bottom feeders? Who's the teams that are going to say, look, uh, you know, we're not going to lie to our fans. We, we're, we're not going to come out and say we're tanking, but look, we're not playing. We're not going to play to win in 2022. You look to those teams for corner help, for pass rush help, because it's not just, hey, go look at these uh, bargain bin free agents that are left. Well, right. yeah, and Steve Kime, watchful eye. We saw him on the sideline today yeah. looking over the pass rush group, looking over the defensive line. He's talking I, to Marcus Golden for a while. He was, yeah. You Marcus working? The, is he? Was he playing his own agent out there, saying, "Hey, <laughs> I'm underappreciated, underpaid. Hey, Let's I go." Mean, Imagine if they didn't have him. Take care of him, guys. <laughs> I mean, the J- JYD. Yeah. I mean, he's been a guy. You know, he's been a guy. Just talking with Lorenzo Alexander on the sideline today, and just like, and he's similar guy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like undersized, underappreciated, overproductive. Love yeah. it, right? So when you got a guy like that. I mean, they have biases in the game. They want their guys to be 6'5". I get it. Mm. Me and Johnny both get it. We both fight it every God damn, day. Damn, we do. We do. We fight it every day. Nowhere near his in height. In the grocery but you store, guys know I mean. we fight it at the pharmacy. <laughs> it's it's a struggle. You five, six brothers and sisters out there. It is a struggle. But but you guys know what I mean. Like, yeah. I think that they just. I think it's it's like that. Um, what it's called like um like vicinity bias right yeah. Some it's along a those stigma lines. right sure. yeah well i just think that it's because it's like homegrown you already know what it is and that's why we've seen guys go elsewhere and get compensated highly you know for their duties like just who broke the market in christian kirk it's a group think right i mean you start to think similarly as a for scouting sure. department as a for coaching sure. staff uh, as, as a league i mean that's why people very they don't vary from what they saw at the end of 2021 to 2022 as far as what they think each team is going to do. Nobody ever says, oh, this team is going to go from worst to first because right. nobody's bold enough to do it. Nobody wants right. to look like an ass out there. But, you know, what I'm curious about, Lorenzo Alexander is a perfect example of this. And we talked about this guy went from special teamer in Washington yeah. to having a pretty good role for the cards here to still playing teams, still having a role, but more on the defensive side and then goes to Buffalo and gets an opportunity unlike he ever got in the NFL and in did eight. double digit sacks. Eight. Like, is 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 that the Cardinals? Is, are they they're hoping that's are they hoping that is that gonna happen? I don't think I don't so. know. I don't DK. think so. Well, no, but that's that's a candidate-esque. It'd have to be here, that's, Dennis that, Gardeck. That's Gardeck. Yeah. yeah All day. Gardeck. Yeah. I mean, because so when Gardeck not. first came, I mean, he was a special teamer. Special teamer. Guys yeah. got hurt. He got on the football field. You saw his motor and impact that he had. And if you look at it, it's very similar. He's not a Maja Sanders or Thomas type of build. Yeah. Like he's not. He's a guy that their size. He looks like he's a guy that will fight you in a bar. You know what <laughs> I mean? Like that's looks like a good a good dude that you could party yeah. and hang out with. But he, if you look at him, he just looks like an athlete. Like he's in CrossFit. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like you don't think 
impact player for the Arizona Cardinals. And I think that as like we talk about those biases, I think that that's only natural to want those guys. But they have, they did, um, I would say, compensate Gardak. He got a new contract. Yeah. yeah. You know, it, it is clear. For those of you who are questioning the lack of moves for this team this offseason, they, Michael Bidwell, Steve Kime, Cliff Kingsborough, hedging their bets that this is the team that went 10 and 2 last year, that started gangbusters before the wheels fell off with injuries to Watt and Kyler Murray and Hopkins. The Cardinals are, are, for lack of a better term, Bo, they are running it back this year while also giving the chance for a lot of their young players to either shine or head to the bench in route to free agency. And, you know, as much as it's frustrating, I would love to, for them to be out there signing Odell Beckham and Sheldon Richardson and all these veterans. They they are going to go for broke with what they've done internally. And, you know, at the end of the day, we got to know what, what some of these young guys are. And, guys, and that's okay. And I think what we have to learn now, and it's hard as shit just given the environment that we're in, is patience. Mm-hmm. Like, and I know it's difficult because every day there's something out there putting some type of, like our competition, right? The Rams or this guy. I mean, it's saturated with good thing, you know, mm-hmm. is information. But you want to feel at any given moment, like your best 11 is going to go against mm-hmm. anybody else's That's best right. 11 yeah. and go out there. How and do perform. we stack up on depth charts within the NFC West? And I think a you lot feel of people, good. You think so? I think offensively you feel good for sure. I yeah. think defensively the big, the biggest question mark, because I think like Kyler Murray, just JJ Watt is a little bit longer and, you know, tooth older, right. That that's the key. Right, like if, if JJ Watkins, he's the key. If he stays healthy, that defense is going to run around and do some things like you've never seen before. But if he gets hurt, you know it's going to have that cascade effect and impact everything. And there's no Chandler Jones this year. It's it's going to fall to everybody. It's going to fall to Isaiah Simmons and company. Yes, I want to remind everybody: COVID nineteen vaccines are free for everybody, five and up. It's great to see a packed stadium again. Yeah. Continue to get happy and healthy. COVID nineteen vaccines are a big part of that. Those twelve and older are also eligible for a booster. Visit azhealth.gov slash find vaccine for a location nearest you. What else is going to make you happy is maybe some OGs. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Some OGs, Arizona's Cannabis Kitchen. And we've got some more free stuff from our friends over at OGs and PHNX. They've got the Flavoring Life Sweepstakes. That's a motto. Anybody can get behind Flavoring Life. Our sweepstakes, one winner will receive three. Yes, that's three bags of orange cream can i take it all at once or is that not recommended it's not the lottery you okay. don't have to do like a lump sum i, I recommend you not three. i recommend <laughs> yeah, you don't not, take buddy. it yeah i'm not a doctor but i wouldn't <laughs> recommend taking it all at once. yeah mm-hmm. you'll you'll meet uh you'll meet like extraterrestrials you'll be hanging point. out with <laughs> I'm gonna try, I'll, I'll try to go on the practice you'll field. have a ayahuasca experience right you're, you're aaron Rodgers. you're gonna learn For how sure. to deal with uh with your teammates you'll, you'll bring the uh the johnny depp back bro <laughs> <laughs> you'll bring the johnny depp you're gonna, you look, you're gonna look like the, the lead in con air you're gonna look like <laughs> nick cage showing up for but uh flavoring life sweepstakes you get three bags ogs creamsicle or whatever tropical flavors you like you can get a phnx hat like damien's wearing i'm wearing you got phnx shirt of your choice and an annual membership just sign up at go phnx click the link in our show notes and also check out ogs online ogsbrands.com that's o-g-e-e-z brands.com on ig instagram at ogs you must be 21 years or older emma once again stay off my stash stay off Bo's stash stay on the podcast as we get to our final thoughts here i want to remind everybody be sure to like this youtube video we thank you so much for hanging out with us subscribe right now grab your phone grab your smart device phnx cardinals wherever you get your podcast subscribe now we're the only game in town doing this every day bringing you your daily cards content we're the only game in town doing post game shows this is where you want to be. 
for every game, preseason, regular season, hopefully, fingers crossed, postseason for the Arizona Cardinals. You can find more content at gophnx.com. Become a member. We've got the PHNX Merchandise Locker. You can get your gear. If you didn't know who we were, that's okay. You've been forgiven. Here's some grace period. Now we're locking in for the 2022 Arizona Cardinals. Gentlemen, final thoughts, major takeaways, Bo. I'll start with you from today. Uh, you know, it, it was disappointing this not to see the stars there. But, yeah, I mean, you have to take in perspective what was keeping them off the field. It wasn't, you know, they just didn't want to go out there and perform in front of a, a sold-out red and white scrimmage. But we, we were able to kind of get – a glimpse at guys who could really make an impact on this on this team that are going to have to be kind of some in-between roles and, and really grasp some roles that are up for grabs for this team and come less than a week from today in Cincinnati make a, a big impact. So it was, it was nice to kind of see, you know, some of the guys who haven't gotten a whole lot of run and get some run out there and, and prove themselves. Yeah, what about you? Keontae Ingram uh, mm. will be uh, a force on this football team. I just think that overall, what stuck out to me was just young talent and strength of the young guys. I mean, we talked about Foto. He's not necessarily young, but in terms of his impact, right? He's a younger guy. He's not 10 years. He's not a super vet in the, in the league, and you want to see that impact coming up on a contractual year. But as we mentioned, just Keontae being explosive, James Conner being smooth, and, you know, he, do, he, he does have some, you know, just natural hands out of the backfield. And I just seeing his engagement with the fans and just – that's where you want to be. And I know that's it's been some crazy, you know, moments with this Arizona Cardinals football team. But to me, I mean, that, that means, you know, like two things. Like everybody's paying attention when every move that you make is front page news. Mm-hmm. Like, don't get me wrong. Like everybody is paying attention, you know, to everything, you know, to this podcast, to this team. Everyone wants to know about what's going on. To me, that means that you got some stars. Yeah. That's why mm-hmm. you have, Johnny, what, four primetime games. Yep. That's why you're going to Mexico. That's what people want to be a part, and they see this young talent. To me, it's Cliff is going to have to do a masterful job of bridging that that talent, you know, the, of all the team, right? Just being a coach and making sure that they stay ready throughout the season because I think that we all know, we've all seen the game. This team is talented, but they just have to stay healthy and be consistent throughout the year. Easier said than done, I know, guys. Don't. I know. Yeah, and we've got injuries at the receiving core. That's why mine is, is Greg Dorch. I don't mm, – yeah. he, he's forced the issue yeah. at this point. I wanted to ignore him for – Lack of my better judgment, but with Antoine Wesley banged up, Hollywood's got his issues, Hopkins suspended, Greg Dorch with A.J. Green and somebody like Rondell Some Moore. respect for A.J. Green. Yeah. I mean, he's, his role is getting bigger Get the and wheelchair bigger. Out. The Put day. the wheelchair in Stop. the shed. <laughs> another year ago, he turned 34. He's catching touchdowns today. Yeah, there's nobody else that can kind of play that, that rebound box him. out hey, Isabella had a – he had a, he had talk, a catch we today. We don't talk about Andy on this podcast. <laughs> Andy, he had a catch Andy's today. being showcased for a trade for a ham sandwich down at the 7-Eleven. <laughs> don't say that. I want to remind everybody, be sure to like this podcast, share it around, leave us a five-star review. We are back next week as we continue our journey to September 11th, Cardinals – Kansas City Chiefs. We've got preseason action next week at Cincinnati. Look forward to. Thank you so much. We'll see you next time.